so this is the EI Mastery. Let's go ahead and get comfortable. I will be working on you as we speak, or as I speak, and I'll be answering a lot of the questions on the math, uh, on the MOS mechanics. So what are the MOS mechanics? I'm going to read you the lecture description, and then we'll just jump into the questions because there's a lot of questions. Uh, I'll try to get through all of them. There's a lot of good questions. I didn't know which one to weed out. So uh, if, if we need be, uh, we might do a part two. The lecture description on MOS mechanics is, uh, what is it that MOS sees when he taps into us? Why does he see one thing at one time? Then something completely different the next. Uh, what is happening when he snaps, moves his fingers, or breathes out sharply? How does Moss's abilities work? If you are riddled with curiosity about Moss's transformational process, if you're fascinated by this mysterious and amazing gift, uh, now is your chance to find out everything you've wanted to know. And then, again, these are all the questions that you've wrote in. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the questions and, uh, and understand, say, the mechanics of my abilities. A lot of the questions, well, actually, all of the questions I haven't uh, taken a look at. In case, um, just starting out, uh, if you ask me a question, if, you, if I see you, whether in person or over the phone or, or through somebody, uh, if they ask me something about you, for example, uh, I tap into, say, that universal database, and then I grab the answer. Okay. I can pretty much tap into anybody, living, dead, alien, or any other form, and see what they're like. Uh, and again, these aren't completely, these aren't strictly my abilities, okay? Depending on the level that you open up to, the level of understanding that you are aware, uh, and you can maintain that level, then these are same abilities that everybody else has. The key is, is having access to those higher and higher and higher realms. All right. Uh, one thing to note as well, some people get, actually get scared of my abilities because I know you more than, well, you would. Uh, I know all the background. So some of us try to keep this facade, a lot of secrets, right? Thinking that, well, in society, uh, you know, if we keep these secrets, nobody will never know. You know, these are privileged information. Uh, it's really not uh, in the spirit realm. Uh, very, very different. Uh, as you ascend higher, you become more transparent. You not only become more transparent, but then everybody else becomes more transparent as well. So sometimes, again, my abilities scare scare individuals, uh, and they don't they don't have sessions with me, which is totally fine. Uh, it is their prerogative. Uh, one thing to note uh, about that too is the level of abilities or the level of access that you have granted to. Okay, just like any other administrator, you know, a uh, computer administrator, for example, you know, computer administrator at the bank has uh, access to all your bank information, right? Or at a hospital, have access to all your uh, health records and so on. It's not that uh, they would go out and divulge it, right? There's a trust in there. Somebody's got to be trusted. Uh, so the higher you go, obviously, the purer you are, uh, the more integrity you have. And then that's how you gain trust to access people's information. So I'm not going to go out there and like sell your information, uh, use you for your, you know, to, to control you or anything like that. So that's step one. So here we go with your questions. And just note, uh, I am going to be working on you as 
as we go through this call. All right, so just kick back, relax. Some of the concepts you might not understand because at the level that you're at, okay, it is what it is. But as you ascend higher, and even if you do think that you understand it, uh, as your, say, uh, spiritual intelligence opens up, okay, uh, the knowledge, obviously very different. You see it from a very different perspective. So uh, the knowledge that I have or I can tap into, just like you guys can, uh, is timeless knowledge. Uh, this knowledge never gets outdated, right? Uh, this knowledge has always, uh, always been available since we well, were created or since the dawn of time. Uh, it, never, it never gets old. It's the same knowledge that was there a million years ago, a billion years ago, uh, or a million years into the future, a billion years into the future. Again, it's the same construct, okay? Although the physical knowledge that integrates with it obviously changes. So jumping into your questions, as your abilities came to you, how did you learn to operate in this spiritual code slash programming? Did you know instantly or were you taught, guided? Uh, no, it's not a level of knowing. Uh, just like other knowledge, it's not like you take you take a class, right? And uh, you learn step one, do this, step two, you do this, step three, you do this. Uh, it's nothing like that at all because those are actually, say, physically based steps or historical based steps. It just doesn't work that way. As you have to grow into your knowledge, you have to understand your knowledge and be that knowledge. It's really a state of being. Okay? It's nothing outside of me. I don't, uh, and that's why I don't have a modality. I don't have a process for you, although I've helped lots of people ascend to higher levels. But the way I do that is that since I'm at a higher level or resonate at a higher level, what happens is that uh, I, I demand, okay, and I do use the word demand because if you're around my presence, demand, command, whatever you want to use, and I know those are, uh, for some of you, harsh words. It's like, well, I don't want to be. Uh, it doesn't matter at the level that you're at, because this is how, well, spiritual physics works, okay? Whoever is at a higher level, okay, just is in command. Just the way it is, whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter, okay? Especially at physical level that some of you are uh, at. Again, it bypasses, say, all the moralities of, 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 of um, this realm, the physical realm and bypasses, say, all the laws of this physical realm, uh, anything like that. It is a higher level, say, law, uh, legality system, a higher level, say, physical or physics-based uh, system. Okay, so the way this system works, just like osmosis, uh, osmosis is a two-way, uh, this is a one-way. When you are in my presence, for example, or listening to me, uh, again, that natural command is that you start to awaken and then you start to see, you don't absorb into me because that, uh, that doesn't work either. I would never want you to absorb into me because that would hinder me, okay? Uh, that's why I would never say control you, uh, oppress you, uh, because that's a very, that's a hindrance for me. Whenever you try to control or oppress, those are the old realms. That's the old pattern uh, of controlling or ascending higher by stepping on other people. It doesn't work that way, guys. Uh, this is free. This is freedom, complete freedom uh, at its uttermost. 
Okay, uh, but what happens is that uh, again, as I vibrate higher, who is ever around me in my presence automatically starts to unlock or starts to remember who they are at a deeper level, and that's where the baggage, uh, the filters, and so on start to well, fall away. Sorry, guys, I got a little sidetracked. Jumping back to that question, your abilities came to you. How did you learn to operate them in the spiritual code programming? Uh, it took me about three, four years of darkness. It took me uh, kind of a side path uh, to coming back to an understanding. Uh, again, I live the experiences. Uh, in fact, I've had meditations where I was drawn into meditations uh, three, four hours long. And through those three, four hours, I basically died several thousand times. All the different ways you could literally die, uh, I, I actually felt. Okay, uh, it's a very important process uh, for the level of work that I do. Okay, because I get to understand how people die, the process of getting to how they died in that process, and then all the backtracking. Okay, uh, it, it it's like downloaded into me. So that's one of the examples, uh, and then everyday life. You start to, once you start to say unravel the mechanics of how things work, uh, everyday life, even the simplest thing is watching, say, carpet fibers. And I know that sounds kind of strange. Uh, I've been mesmerized by, say, intricate details. You know, like I said, carpet fibers. I've been known to stare at carpet fiber or anything else intricate for hours upon hours. It really opens up, say, the details of the universe and helps you understand uh, the macro mechanics of, say, how this system works or how your life is put together. I know that sounds kind of strange for you, uh, but give it a try. Try to look at something and then try to see all the intricate details. And you'll see the world uh, that we live in much easier. Uh, what do frequencies look like uh, when you see them? Do they have color, uh, different texture? Uh, not really. Uh, I don't see auras, I don't see colors, um, I don't see the squiggly lines, right, like in an oscilloscope or anything like that. Uh, I actually see, uh, I actually tap into you, okay, and I see you uh, the way you're created. Uh, I see you in your, say, essence or in your memory. Say, for example, you understand yourself, right? I understand you the same way because the process that you look at life through, I can tap into you. I can just like say plug into your network and then see you, uh, see life, see life the way you see it. There we go. Uh, so for example, uh, say you're clairvoyant, okay? Uh, I'll become clairvoyant. Say you're clairaudio. I become clear audio. Say you uh, have say visions in dream states, right? Uh, I see visions in dream states, but I never ever ever experience what you experience. Right? I never blend into you uh, because again, that's very debilitating for me. Uh, I never channel anybody. I never say access to anybody. Uh, the information that I see. Uh, again, from that universal database, uh, I am. Okay, that sounds a little different because, well, you just said that uh, I don't channel, I never am. Uh, I see it from your perspective, like watching a movie of your life. Okay, uh, to go even deeper on that, if you've heard uh, many individuals who've had a near death uh, and they go, 
they review their life, right? So where is that information stored? A lot of it is stored in your physical DNA, uh, and then I call it a spiritual DNA, uh, either one. Basically, I can tap into that. Okay, I log into your network. That's why I say I have admin level access. I log into your network. Uh, I can read your story uh, the way you do in your near death, if you've had one or if you haven't had one. Okay, the way you say you log into your life and preview your life, right? And you only get to see, say, this snippet of your current life from the beginning to, say, when you died, if you had a near death. Well, in your DNA or spiritual DNA, uh, I have access to, say, all your lives in the past. Okay? And since we're, say, neural networks, we're connected to everybody else, okay? At some level, if you think about it, we are all connected to everybody else in the world. Somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, and eventually that network is connected to, well, everybody on Earth uh, who is living and then obviously dead. Well, I can connect to that neural network and, say, sprout off into well other individuals say your your parents your grandparents your uh and so on and so on and so on so from you i can tap into say any other uh individual that you might know or not know because somebody else does so so uh again uh, i read your life story uh just the exact same way if you've had a near death but again i have more access to it so that's the way I see things. Okay, it's just like a log uh, of your life. What do frequencies look like? Um, well, I'll get to that question later on. Okay, how does Pure Source communicate with you? How do you receive your information? Uh, do you hear a voice to you or do you receive information instantly? Uh, I don't hear a voice, otherwise I would be, say, channeling. Okay, the only voices I hear is when I talk to the dead, uh, just like I hear your voice, say, in physical, right, uh, physical life, I hear a voice, uh, it's just that they're dead, they're on the other side, so uh, no other voices, by the way, uh, I don't hear, well, uh, I don't channel anything, uh, again, I see your experience of life the way you would. Right? Just like the way you're visualizing things now, uh, I see it the same way. So I see, say, my screen of life, right? just the way you are. And then, uh, say, out in front of me, uh, I see another screen, and that's you. Okay? If you ask me it's about somebody else, uh, there's another screen. It's like a command center that pops up, uh, and then I see you. Uh, that screen is not like a you know, rectangular screen or anything like that. Uh, it's actually, say, your essence. So your body shape, pretty much, uh, or your spirit shape. Okay. How does Pure Source communicate with you? Well, we all have the same connection. You have Pure Source, uh, a global setting, and within this global setting, and um, if, I, if I have time uh, in the near future, say I'll create illustrations uh, on what I see. It's very interesting, especially on time-based time and uh, the way time and um, uh, and space uh, are created. I actually think time is actually a molecule, uh, not say a distance of measure or a measure. 
Uh, but anyway, Pure Source, uh, same one with you. Pure Source is a global setting that's created everything, the universes uh, that we exist in. Uh, again, the universes that we exist in. Uh, this universe that we exist in. Uh, and then within that, okay? Well, actually, it's Pure Source uh, is creating your spirit. And then your spirits, our spirits all combined, uh, creating, say, the universe that we live in this particular, say, universe or this particular space-time dimension that we live in, including all the other planets, all the other stars, uh, including Earth. Okay? They all run from, say, one space-time uh, variable. Okay? So these are the spirits, all of us, okay? no matter if you're alive or passed over, uh, really all the same lives, uh, we create this, this, this reality that we exist in, and, uh, and then from there, we've created density uh, using our bodies, right? Using the planet Earth, uh, for example, in this case, uh, and then we experience it through, say, this density. So we all have that communication gap or communication line or line of communication uh, to pure source. Uh, the more awakened you are, the truer you are, uh, the, if you can handle that strength, because it's a lot of voltage. I'm not going to talk about, say, strength and uh, maintaining your your ability. But if you've seen me work, uh, a lot of people get, say, quite amazed uh, at, say, the, the frequencies that run through me as I work on groups upon groups upon groups. So you have that direct connection to pure source. By the way, you don't need a church. You don't need uh, me. You don't need any other individual. There's no intermediary except you, uh, your uh, spirit whether awakened or not. Okay, the more awakened, obviously, the better the reception, uh, and then pure source. So I can connect directly to pure source. Uh, in the beginning, pure source, I directed, connected, uh, but the knowledge was so grand, so, well, beyond, beyond, you know, my knowledge or my understanding, uh, I was brought down my guides. Okay, uh, and now those guides aren't needed anymore, so I've reconnected back to pure source. Although those guides, very benevolent, beautiful guides, uh, they're always there as resources for me. Okay, so, so that's how I connect. Uh, and uh, when you connect to pure source, it is such a grand feeling, guys. Uh, I know some of you have, uh, again, that's basically the same thing. Uh, do you hear voices speak? Uh, no, we covered that. How do I receive information? Uh, again, I tap into uh, the universal database. Uh, the important thing is I don't get channeled. Okay, I actually have, just like you logging into Google, accessing a search word, you're not asking somebody to log into Google for the information. Right? Uh, some other source isn't giving it to you. Uh, again, it's that direct connection. Okay? Uh, it's very important, by the way. Can you explain how you're able to work remotely? Uh, of course. Uh, what allows you to be able to see and work uh, with people, spirits beyond the physical realm? Uh, very simply, uh, I summon your spirit. Okay? Uh, whether you're here, uh, whether you're here in front of me or, you know, via phone or even through a loved one, okay? Uh, I can summon your spirit. Sometimes uh, if your spirits are awakened 
or sometimes if your spirit say needs dire help or you know people are suicidal uh, i can pick up it's like oh you know i'm working on you and then it's like oh uh is your sister okay right and your sister might be wanting to commit suicide so their spirit they really don't want to commit suicide but that's the only say avenue that they think they have their spirit starts to say link to you because spirits are are awakened at some level they know what's going on even if you don't okay so anyway her, her spirit comes through you which connects with me and i go oh uh how's your sister does she need help uh actually i've saved i think dozens of individuals from suicide that way so they go back talk to their individual or friend or whoever that's having issues so uh, again a lot of them they really don't want to commit suicide they just need a little help so uh so that's how that works uh i do summon and since since the level that i work at uh again this is very different it's way beyond say the material level okay or the physical realm that we have uh very slow right just like uh say a visual expression millions of bits of information you know sound or vocabulary very very slow uh, and then you have say spirit communication or that innate communication that we all have as babies or when we get really old right uh, if you look at babies if you're in tune with your baby you can look into their eyes and they can communicate readily with you right they'll tell you what they need what they want uh that's how you pick it up it's like oh they need so and so um same thing that in it communication it's uh much more uh, if if it's a word verbose very very um well let's just say terabytes of data can run through you and you understand it within say uh a flash or an instance so i can really essentially say download uh your life content in a flash and understand who you are so uh so that's how uh those abilities work uh and since we are beyond space and time right your spirit is beyond space and time uh it's a timeless being uh i can tap into you at any say location pull you into say this realm and then i can work on you uh when describing your work oh and by the way guys some people go well you know do you have to have permission uh to work on on that person or your loved one uh not the physical permission because a lot of us aren't even awake to understand uh what that permission is so at spirit level um obviously uh i ask for permission okay much more accurate uh most of us are pretty much say not competent enough to give the right information anyway so so can you explain how your abilities work uh when describing your work you have mentioned uh generating and uh uh bathing us in frequencies uh removing distorted frequencies polishing frequencies uh that are already within us i'm not sure about polishing uh can you clarify your method and uh, what it is that you are doing of course so everything uh does say generate frequencies okay uh, just think of it as i am a frequency decoder 
right? Mm -hmm. uh, if you knew how frequencies work or say uh, if you had, um, you know, Superman vision, right? Mm -hmm. You could see the underlying structure of things. So basically, in a sense, uh, I go beyond my senses, right? I don't use the five senses, very, very slow, right? Uh, error prone, right? It can be distorted uh, and so on, manipulated. Uh, there's a pure sense, your higher self sense that uh, I just recently, well, I just talked about a few minutes ago. So that innate sense that we all have, uh, I've honed it. Uh, and now uh, very, well, almost like, say, surgical, uh, just like an expert decoder or programmer, you know, they can go through thousands of lines of code and just read it really fast and go, boom, uh, this is what's missing. So, so that's what I do. So those frequencies, okay, that I see you say emanating out of you, all right? Um, I override them, and that's what I say when I say bathe you in frequencies. Um, uh, normally, when I'm alone or not working on individuals, you know, I pull those frequencies in, okay, the frequencies that I generate around me, okay, I uh, pull those in um, because I don't need to be, say, working on people all the time, although seems like I, I do. Uh, and as I get, say, stronger, obviously, I can only pull in so much. Um, uh, however, uh, when I'm in a group, no matter where you are, uh, I say expand those frequencies so you are bathed, say, within, say, the circumference of frequencies. Say I emanate light. Uh, so say a, a golden light that comes out of me. When I say bathe you in my frequencies, uh, I expand say that light that emanates, right? So uh, some people can actually feel it, say, miles away when I expand, uh, when I'm doing events and so on, right? Uh, so that's what I mean by bathing. So I basically what I do, and this happens to, uh, well, people in events, they come, they come in, they're distorted, you know, they want, to, I can just see that craving or say lunging out of themselves to like reach me. Some of them are very, say, skeptical and so on like that. Uh, and then, you know, I start talking when within about two, three minutes, uh, you can just see the crowd shift, okay? Uh, and again, that's those, those, those frequencies that resonate out of me. Uh, and it's not just my frequencies, note. Okay? Uh, it really isn't my frequencies, but it's the pure frequencies that we all have. Animals have the same thing. Anything in nature has the same thing. Uh, I can resonate, say, close to a pure frequency of nature, animals, you know, infants, really all the same frequencies, uh, maybe a little more potent, okay? Uh, because I know that I'm resonating where babies or animals, nature, they just are, so... Uh, and that's the difference. So, but anyway, that pure frequency overrides, say, any frequency that anybody else can generate. And then that's how, say, I align individuals. Uh, and then what creates a mastermind, we all start seeing the same thing or understanding the same thing. So it's a really strong po uh, power of influence. But again, no, just note that influence is never used to harm, damage, control, uh, 
because it's too disruptive for me. Uh, it's very debilitating for me to, say, control somebody. Uh, I would never want to. Uh, besides, there's nothing there that I would want. Uh, anyway, um, there's much more grander things beyond. So that's uh, so that's uh, polishing frequencies. Uh, when I tap into a group, uh, I'm not sure what that means, polishing uh, or clarifying frequencies. I can see that. Uh, I see you as, say, a general theme. Like this group has a general personality. Okay, that's why we've, we've created this group. And then within the group, there's subgroups, right? Some people get abused, for example. Some people are readily um, editable for me and so on and so on. So what I do is, well, uh, I purify the understanding that you have uh, of yourself. So that's what I mean by clarifying or, in this case, what they say polishing. What specifically do you do uh, when you edit someone's past? Uh, when you delete events, this um, it depends on say how awakened, um, well, or how ready you are. For example, I can go back, you know, in your storyline, right? Uh, I can go back and go, oh, say at age, uh, you know, four to seven, you've had issues, you've been abused, you know, you were tormented, you were left alone, uh, whatever it might be. You know, you go back in time. And just say remove that 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 snippet, just like a just like a scene in a movie, right? You can go back in time. You remove that snippet of time. You literally say delete that time frame. Okay? Uh, some individuals, when you when I say delete that time frame, uh, they can't access. So this is how extreme it gets for some individuals. Depends on how editable you are. Uh, they don't remember what happened during that time frame. It takes a little while for the trueness to start coming back or what they remember. Okay. So that's how extreme it gets. It's literally going back and just, again, cutting that scene out. And then what happens, interestingly enough, is that no matter how old you are, say I edited or deleted, you know, four to seven, you know, ages four to seven, um, I delete that time frame, and then you know you're 50 or 60 or whatever age you are, and then people just keep people report back to me and say, "Moss, uh, I've been living, uh, or I've been seeing the world as you know a four to seven year old." So, so basically, what you're doing, because that spot in your say life movie cannot be left blank. Uh, you go back and re-edit it or recreate it in the time that you have uh, or in your current age, and then that, that replaces that time frame. Okay? Uh, or I say I edit the understanding of your time. Uh, say again, four to seven, something distorted you, right? Uh, and this is what happens to most individuals. Again, I was explaining extreme cases. This is what happens to most individuals. Uh, I go back in time and then I erase the emotions or say the harm or the oppression, basically, that's attached to that time frame. Whether it's been, say, a negative experience or a positive experience, if it's been oppressing, uh, oppressive, I can delete that strand of oppression. And then people uh, in a short while attach a different 
form, say, of emotion, something that's positive. Uh, since time is not, say, written in stone, uh, time is what well, creates a time ripple. And then what happens is that your present moment or anything, say, after, say, four to seven, uh, and then anything after, say, seven years old, all the experience that you've had, uh, kind of like a domino effect, it transforms or shifts the meaning, okay? Because you deleted the core level understanding or that filter again. Uh, and the way that happens, very, very important note, uh, time or life is very dynamic, although it's happened in the past at spirit level, okay? You can actually go back and relive that past. Again, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, that's into, say, quantum physics and, uh, you know, time, um, time editing and so on like that. Uh, that's something very different. Um, so time, uh, again, very alive, very dynamic. It creates a time ripple. And then all where you are or the experiences of how you think or what you think you are, right, because of that change back then, uh, changes the way you see yourself in the present moment. And then just like Einstein's theory of relativity, depending on where you are, right, in that, um, in the coordinates of where you are, uh, your future obviously has different opportunities or different possibilities for you, okay? And that's how I change or edit people's future. Uh, I, um, well, that's another question I think that down uh, a ways. So well, we'll keep moving on. Uh, when you tap into someone, how can you take in information of many lifetimes so quickly? Uh, what level of detail are you able to see? Uh, describe what, how you see someone's timeline. Uh, again, I don't use any of the five senses. I'm not clairvoyant, clear audio, or any other. Uh, again, sensing, feeling, visualizing, uh, none of that. Uh, a much higher, again, that innate that's the closest thing that I can explain. Probably a little higher than that. Uh, and within that time frame, uh, again, within a flash, uh, a lot of times when I see somebody, right? Uh, if you've listened to my global healings, uh, even before they come online, even before they speak one word, I know exactly what's going on with them, right? Uh, again, I can download all your, say, life files within a flash. Uh, so at those higher level of, uh, say, methods of communicating, um, terabytes of data can be downloaded within a flash. Right? And through just practice, uh, I work on hundreds uh, of people, actually thousands of people a week, uh, practice. I just keep practicing. Uh, and that's allowed me to, again, uh, really hone uh, my abilities. Uh, what level of detail are you able to see? Um, uh, you know, I, I'm not, say, like most intuitives or, you know, like the Long Island psychic or anything like that. I don't get names of people who have crossed over. But I see, say, essences uh, of individuals. I see themes for individuals. I see things that matter. Okay? So I'm not going to go back and go, oh, uh, you know, if I say, oh, I see your grandmother. Right? Uh, it's like, oh, then what's her birthday? Uh, I'm not going to know that. It's not important to me, okay? But if it's important to you, okay, uh, I will say that, oh, you know, your grandmother, you know, uh, loved the way, say, she cuddled you 
or your grandmother say uh, was really proud of your say pink dress that she bought for you when you were seven. You know, uh, stories that are memorable to you. Uh, I can pass that on, and it's not for my benefit. Uh, it's actually for your benefit to understand that. Well, I'm actually communicating with your grandmother in, in this case. Okay, so again, I don't get say um, details, uh, specific details. You know, like your birthdays, person's names, or anything like that. Uh, but anything say that's important to f transferring uh, or changing them. Imagine it this way. Um, you have a database that creates you, okay? So it's database and then uh, an empty line. So fill your name in that database or the other way around. Like, for example, Moss's database. So that database contains, say, all the details of how Moss works in this case. I'm not the database. Um, I'm not the person that fills in the data of you or for you in the database. Okay. Uh, I would be the database administrator. Okay. Uh, I would say perform the tasks of a database administrator that tells you how the database will perform uh, the queries that it runs, right? Um, or anything else that it runs to create, say, you. Okay. Uh, you are the one or other people are the one that, say, puts in entries within that database. Uh, again, hopefully that's a clear explanation. Uh, again, I'm not the data provider, right? But I am that administrator level that, say, shows or sees how your database, in a sense, functions. And then I can edit or optimize that database. And that's how you shift. So anything important to how the database functions, right? Uh, again, like in a database administrator, they don't look at the data that's within the database. They could care less about what's that. But the type of data, right? Uh, if it's a numeric value, a decimal value, an integer, you know, boolean, whatever it is, right? A date, right? Uh, they would put all those properties, they can connect to all those properties and understand all those properties. But again, the real data that's in the database or the database uh, information that's held within, uh, it's not of a value. So that's why I don't see, say, the details, unless it's necessary for you, like, right? Like if you're allergic to something, for example, I would pick up, say, what's your, what you're allergic to or whatever that might hinder you. So uh, those files I have access to.